Welcome to the podcast, everybody. This is episode number 94, and the special guest today is my friend Anthony Aponte. Anthony Aponte is an amateur NPC men's physique bodybuilder, and we go way back to 2010 when we played college football together, or 2011 or something like that, and uh, it's been great watching his growth from afar, seeing him compete um, as a bodybuilder, completely changing his physique, and uh, I'm glad that I get to launch this podcast on a flex Friday, Uh, and you know, we talk about his journey from where he started to where he's at and his future goals when it comes to bodybuilding and, and the discipline that this kid has, you know, you sense how adamant and how passionate he is about everything that goes into bodybuilding and he understands the challenge and, uh, his, the results don't lie. He took third place in his last bodybuilding competition. So there's, there's progress. And anytime that we get a chance to kind of share goodness like this, and it plants a seed in somebody else's brain and maybe it, it gets them to think about doing something that is more along the lines of a loving path for them. Let's all do that. I think we got to be more cognizant of that as we go into the future and this time that we're in, right? We got to be co- cognizant of how we communicate and how we affect one another. In this instance, Anthony has inspired me and I hope that in this conversation you get a little something from it as well. So that being said, reach out on Instagram at Danny Cole Fitness or check out Anthony's Instagram at Antone underscore Aponte. Enjoy the show. This was a fun conversation. Dude, thank you so much for coming, man. We reminisced a little bit about playing high school football back in the day. We were just talking about podcasts and how we learned on fucking podcasts. What are your thoughts on podcasts? What do you like listening to? What do you? How do you learn? When is your sacred podcast time? I love podcasts. Um, like we were talking about before, man, there's there's just so much knowledge out there that um, people just don't even understand. Dude, totally. And there's just people are just so easy to research. So podcasting, I, I like to listen when I'm at work. I, you know, I, I work at a desk, so it's pretty easy for me to uh, just pop in some headphones yeah. and you know, just listen. Yeah. And, you know, it's easy task, so I can, you know, listen and learn at the same time. So, I mean, RX Muscle is one I, I'm going to listen to, you know, Heavy Muscle Radio. RX Muscle? Every, What's that? Every Monday. RX Muscle is a channel on YouTube, and um, it's basically ESPN for bodybuilding. Yeah, cool. Um, Dave Palumbo started RX Muscle many, many years ago, and they cover, you know, all the shows. Uh, they have debates on there, uh, interviews with bodybuilders, all up and comers. It's a fantastic. It's a community, show. man. It's a yeah. community of people in the bodybuilding world. A community that I don't know much about. I'm constantly trying to learn different areas of fitness. But um, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier before the podcast. But tell me a little bit about like your love for bodybuilding and how you got into it. Because when I met you back in the high, in the college days playing football. You know, I don't really remember you being interested in that path. And uh, it's awesome to see, like, people kind of morph and change into the person that they're becoming. So, like, how did that story come about? Yeah, man. So, you know, you remember back in junior year, I had torn my labrum in my shoulder. And uh, that was devastating for me. It kind of threw me in a mental swirl. Dude, fucking shoulder injuries are the worst. It's absolutely horrible. So, what does a college kid do? You know, if he can't play ball or work out or exercise, well, you eat and drink. 
and I did a lot of that you yeah. know, in, in college, and then uh, I put on an enormous amount of weight. Uh, I was pushing about 220, Yeah. and it wasn't a good 220. Yeah, it was sloppy. fat, sloppy, nasty 220. Yeah, man. Um, at the time, it's when uh, men's physique was becoming a little more popular, and um, actually, my uncle was competing in it. And so he's a he's a professional. Yeah, David Gonzalez, IFB Pro, uh, Labrador sponsored athlete. Uh, he was competing. I'm looking over. I'm like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. You know, just in in my uncle. It's funny. Growing up as a kid, he was always jacked. You know, the guy was just shredded all the time, and I'd always be like, oh, like Dave, let me see your abs. <laughs> punch his abs and shit. Like it was awesome. So, you know, after, you know, leaving Concordia, I, you know, I did a semester at COD. I gained all this weight. I was like, you know what? Let's, let's change it. I was just looking in the mirror. And it was just one of those things. I know people say that shit all the time. Like, oh, you know, I decided one day. No, I, I can honestly say. Dude, yeah, those moments happen. Yeah, it does. And it's real. And, you know, I looked in the mirror and I was like, man, you're, you're gross. <laughs> let's figure it out. So I went, I went straight to the source. And I went to my uncle. I was like. I was like, hey, uh, Theo, Theo's uncle in Spanish here, for anyone who doesn't know. I'm like, Theo, I, I, I want to look better, man. Can you help me? And he was stoked. He was like, hell yeah. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. And, uh, man, the, the rest is history. I started training with Dave. He taught me how to, you know, properly diet and, and train. And then from there, it just kind of kind of blew up. I, I had met his his friend, George Asimus, uh, if you look him up, uh, he's all over NPC. He, he was a big uh, NPC competitor, heavyweight guy. Uh, George, super old school, 80s, Dorian Yates. Dude, I love Dorian Arnold. Yates. Bro, this is this guy was the real deal, especially around here. He's a big, he was always the biggest guy in the gym. Biggest guy I've ever seen. He's monster biceps. This guy was just, he was the Hulk, the human Hulk. I remember yeah. him the first time. I was like, holy shit. This is your friend? Yeah, these guys are big, man. And uh, at the time, Dave was, you know, he was, on, he was running the pro circuit. He was pro, so, like, he had a, you know, he couldn't train with me as much. And uh, George, you know, out of a favor to my uncle, he he did a workout with me. Nice. And George, I mean, George still tells me this day, he's like, I would have never fucking worked out with you, <sighs> ever, if it wasn't for your uncle. <laughs> so, I was, what kind I of workout did you do? Man, I, I think we did. We did back. It's exactly what we did. We did back. And how, how did they start out? Wide uh, lap pull, uh, warm up with some pull downs. I was gonna say so like, yeah. it, it's just it's a whole nother level, man. It's funny because I always thought I was like, man, I work out pretty hard. I work out pretty hard. And even working out with my uncle Dave, I was like, man, we work out pretty hard. George just opened up my world. Yeah. To high intensity, high volume, heavy weight balls of the fucking wall. Dude, there's also something about working out like that in a small little group. You know, like being led by a, a bodybuilder like that, the energy that comes there, it's like you do way more. Now you add the pre-workout and whatever it is you're doing to get jacked up. It, it was a high, I couldn't even explain. Because yeah. I'm like, here I am learning from the best guy yeah. in the gym. In, in our local gym, whatever, this is the best, this guy's the dude. Everybody came to George, everybody wanted to work out with George, but he's given this opportunity. So, of course, you know, I was going to go until I could anymore. And, and George, yeah. admit, he, he, he tried to bury me. He's like, huh. I'm going to fucking kill his kids so he <laughs> comes back again. And man, I, I left that. I left that night, and I was in so much pain. I was so sore. Never felt so sore in my life. But uh, I came back the next day, and George was like, "Oh shit, nice." This kid came back. Nice. So I wound up training with George for a little while, learning how to train with that high intense, heavy weight volume drop sets, supersets, ultimate drops. Just yeah. the shit I would learn, and I still go to this guy. And learn something new every time. 
He's just got. He's always got a bag of tricks. And That's like, good. He just fucks me up. Um, yeah, man. From there, it was just sticking with the consistency. Uh, I was about. I think it was by then. I was about 22, 23. So you know, of course, seeing my uncle be a competitor, I was like, I want to do it. Yeah. You know, and I've always been an athlete my whole life, and I was like, man, this is something that I'm so into that I love it. I was like, let's let's try and get there. And um, it took me a little while. You know, I would start training for a few years. George's big thing is like, you know, you gotta make sure you put on, you gotta put on adequate muscle first. And dude, I was so, still younger. Dude, that like break, like all right. So like, take me through the mindset mindset shift because you gotta work a full time job. You gotta make your food. You gotta like make sure that you're doing all the protocol and following that shit to a T. Like, how do you keep all that together? Well, it took me a while. So you know, I was younger when I first started. You know, I started in serious about twenty two. 24, I was still younger, kind of partying here and there. It was really, you know, when I turned 25 and I, and I, I thought about finally, I was like, man, let's, let's get ready for a show. And then that, that's when, uh, you know, I, I think it was summer when I was about 25. And then, yeah. you know, I did a, like a little bulk. I was like, let's try a bulk. Let's do it. And then, yeah, February 2018, I, I turned 26. I was like, let's prep for this show. And it, was, it, it ain't easy, man. It, anybody that tells you, they're prepping for a show. It's easy. no, it's full of shit. And if they do tell you it's easy, it's because they're not pushing it. To do the people max. say it's easy? I have talked to a few people where they're like, "Oh, this, is, this isn't too bad," you know? Yeah, well, no. That sounds just like a whole bunch of ego to me. Well, the problem is because, <laughs> and, and this has been the big thing, um, competing in bodybuilding shows, and it's no secret, has become like a fad. Yeah. And. It's, when someone gets fit, they want to do a bodybuilding show. Hundred yeah. percent, and I, lo- I love people. I love health. I love health, obviously, and fitness and all that. But I can't stand, you know, Jake or Janet lose a hundred pounds, and they now all of a sudden they're bodybuilders. I lost a hundred pounds. So you know, what? I'm going to actually prep for my first show. You lost a hundred pounds. That's amazing. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, great. But my God, that does not make you a bodybuilder. Now, do you are are there like are, are there like bodybuilder subcategories for people like Jane and John to go do to say that they're doing a competition with like amateurs or whatever? The, the problem is there's not many other leagues. So the MPC is the best amateur league in the world. Oh, so it's a fucking league. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. So you got the MPC, okay. which you know all, all the amateurs compete. It's restart, and that you know one day possibly get your pro card and go into the IFBB. So, man, that's how that goes. Hmm. But, I mean, you're going against the best of the best in the MPC. Now, there are other organizations that I honestly don't even know the names of them because I didn't even bother. They're just insignificant. Into. Yeah, it really was. Were, MPC was, is like the That's elite. the elite. You know, that's the elite at the amateur level, and if you want to try and, and go somewhere fitness, that's where you're going to start. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So then, uh, first show, what were your expectations? How does it go? First show, when I finally told myself we're doing this, because, you know, it had been a couple years where I was like, oh, I'm going to do it, and I just, you know, I didn't follow through with it, or just never set a plan. When I finally set that plan, we got that plan in motion, I started prep in February of 2018 for the Illinois State. It was in May. I did 12-week prep. All right, so it's always 12 weeks, typically? Typically, yeah. You you can do 16 weeks. I know a couple people do 20-week preps. It's just, you know, it is, it's kind of what you feel, feel you can do. Okay. 
so twelve week. Take me through the process from the start all the way to the end with like food and bulking and and styles of training because that's something that like I don't really know that well. Yeah, no. So I had done about. I had done about four months of bulking prior okay. to February. So that's so. eating everything in sight and getting and doing a lot of... Yes and no. All right, tell me. Tell me. I don't so, know. No, 100%. So that, and that's the problem. So a lot of people do think, you know, when you bulk, it's like, oh, no, like, I, I'm just going to eat McDonald's all day. No, however. No. And I actually made that mistake, that, you know, this first go around because I was kind of eating like shit. I still was, you know, drinking here and there thinking it'd be fine because I'm bulking, right? doesn't right. matter. No, when you do that, you're just making the process of cutting a hundred times harder. Ah. So, for me, you know, I, I did that bulk and I was pretty, I was fluffy as hell. I mean, I, I, I could show you that, that before picture on that one. I was so, like, then what would be the right way to go about a four-month bulk? Clean diet. Man. Clean it's diet, but a lot. Diet. Just a lot. Yeah, your numbers go up, go up. And, and, and then that's what I did. We'll, we'll get to that on this year's prep. But the, this first one, yeah, man, I, I just kind of... Just throwing on food, like whatever. I got to about 210 pounds. Just, you know, I was big, mm -hmm. but fluffy, holding a lot mm -hmm. of body fat. And lifting every day. Lifting every day, yeah. Train. I was training. I think I took one rest day. It was usually Sundays. And uh, can you talk about, like, what your splits were every day? Yeah. I mean, I change my splits all the time. I like to, you know, throw curveballs in my body. Okay. Just, you know, keep, keep it guessing. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure for, for that prep, it was standard uh, chest, arms, uh, shoulders, back, chest again. And Saturdays would be a touch up. Touch up. What does that mean? Like a full body? Yeah, I yeah. do like a chest, arms, touch up. Nice. I, I'm sorry, that'd be my that'd be my Saturday. Yeah, and then I would do legs on Friday. That's, nice. that's what I was doing. So I would just do a little touch legs, up. Legs on Friday nights. Yeah, because you know nobody's doing them and nobody's in the gym. <laughs> yeah, so I could do lunges wherever I want. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and um. I may be I may be men's physique, but I do train my legs really freaking hard. Yeah. And that's one thing. So physique people get shit because yeah, of the, the yeah, swim shorts or yeah. whatever. We wear the trunks, so we these guys don't train legs. <laughs> we, train, we train fucking legs. Trust me, you know I know how to push it on leg day. It, it's 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 for real. That's um, fine. But yeah, man, we did that first one. You know, we did it. We we're like, all right, let's go. So we started totally prep, and it was you know balls to the walls from the from the get go. We started day one, 45 minutes fasting cardio in the morning on the stairs. Hit. Damn. So yeah, it's intervals of hit, you know, to, uh, to two minutes slow, one minute sprint for 45 minutes. That's how I was starting my day. Come home. How do you feel after that day? Or after that kind of workout to start your day? Just start your day. I, honestly, I felt liberating. Like, yeah. I was like, cool, yeah, start yeah. the day. Starting the, the waking up and all that shit in the beginning, that wasn't, that's not even the problem. Right. It's, you know, you get home, shower. And you make me a one, and go to work. Ugh. This is where it would suck. Because I would, and it was funny, the first couple weeks, I was like, oh, this isn't too bad. I'm adjusting kind of. Yeah. I just felt really sleepy. And I thought, I was like, well, that'll wear off. Nah, that'll wear off. Nah. I mean, you're, you're constantly exhausted mm. the whole time. Really? All, all day, every day. Except for Saturdays and Sundays when, I, when you can nap. But someone like me working a full-time job. Yeah. Bro, I was exhausted when we were Now, you just, obviously, you really want to, like, do well in these competitions. So, when you think about how you feel throughout that process, is it worth it to you at the end of the day? So fucking worth it. So worth it. Yeah. And 
And I, it's it's worth it when I the first time when I when I crossed that stage I was like holy shit and the lights hit hit me felt like you were in your place dude it just I just I was like I belong here this okay. is where I'm supposed to be yes and it felt so fucking liberating and I can tell you right now every every early morning of cardio exhausted day train session after work to another forty I would do another forty five minutes of cardio after my workout whoa I was pulling doubles on cardio. That went on my whole prop. What do you like? What are your? What's your favorite? I'm gonna go do cardio. What's your favorite? What do you like to do? I love doing. I do love doing the stairs because that's where I'm. I'm really. I feel like I'm exerting. Mm. A lot of guys will say uh, the type of cardio you do doesn't matter. You're gonna burn fat no matter what. Either either walking on an incline or doing elliptical or stairs. They, uh, some people argue it's the same. And I, I just I don't, don't see it. I don't buy that either. I, like I, I think it. it's very different if you run outside as opposed to running on the treadmill. Like you can't say that the elliptical is going to be the same as running outside. That's just foolishness. I, I just I don't see it, and and when when I, I don't argue with some guys, but no, I'm telling you, if you walk on an incline, it's the same. I'm like, dude, no, it's fucking not. You know why? Because I'm dripping, pouring sweat down my face yeah. when I'm on the stairmaster, and when I'm walking on an incline, no, I can barely you know break. Yeah, well, you're going on the stairmaster. You're just utilizing way more of your lower body at like a, I don't know, probably more rapid force, more my, intense, my takes quads. more brain. Function too. My quads probably actually got definition from all the stairmasters. Mm. Yeah, totally. Now, what do you feel about the row machine? I, you know, I've never you actually never used a row machine. Never actually tried the row machine. No. Do the row machine for cardio, low impact, fucking great for your back. You know. That's something I'm gonna have to actually just try out on your recommendation. You're gonna have to try it out because I've actually never actually tried the row machine. So yeah. I, I, I don't what about the ski erg? Have you seen that? What's that? No. Dude, the ski erg is like this uh, this machine that has handles from the top. You stand up and you like pull them down like oh shit like you're skiing. No shit. Yeah, and it's like uh, an upper body uh, vertical row machine. No shit. Okay. Yeah, but uh, they have them in a lot of like unconventional style gyms maybe like crossfit gyms have them gotcha. they got them in the high school now um but yeah like that's a cool that's a cool cardio piece do you like battle ropes i've never done battle ropes either no no i i stick i'm a pretty traditional old school with yeah. my training uh, i'll say now that i'm not opposed to trying that stuff I, i'd always try anything yeah, I yeah. Think anything is, is cool to try you know at least once because i didn't want to do the work Totally. So I'm always down to try things, but when you know when it comes to my training, I I know what's gonna what, what I need to do to yeah. excel. So it's not like it's not oh I'm not gonna do it to waste waste time. But then again, it's like you know I need to do my, what I know I need to do to get out and, right and, get and out. win that shit exactly. Nice. Okay. Interesting. I like that. So, uh, were, were you done talking about the first year? Was that it? Uh, no, we're, I, I just, I was telling you about my plan. Yeah, we were talking about cardio. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. We're probably going to do that like no, it's multiple good. times. That's good. Always going off. But no, yeah, man. So I'd start my day with that fast cardio sesh, uh, meal one down, go to work. And, uh, yeah, man, I work at a desk all day. So I'd be sitting there, man. And I'd be dozing. Like I close my eyes and I'm just like, oh shit. Like, so we, I know we're going to, do- we're going to, we're going to go into little segues here, but have you ever thought about like doing training and training people, clients? <laughs> it's funny you say that because I just started uh, the NASM program. Did you? To get my personal yeah. training certificate. You like- and it's funny because I used to give so much shit to guys that like, oh, they do a show. So they're like now buy my online program. You know, I used to give so much shit to those yeah. guys. But it's more or less, I've always liked helping people. I love helping people. It's yeah. I was been just, like my thing. 
I was gonna say, like, you're really charming, like, good looking. <laughs> like, you're good looking, you're charming, you look like a fucking trainer, you know what you're talking about. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost like, wait a minute, what are you doing working at a desk? Like, you can make so much money, and it's not about the money, because obviously it's a business and there's money in fitness. And if you know how to do it right, man, like, you can help a lot of people and make a really good living and adjust your schedule to the way you want to do it. You know 100%. I mean? So, yeah, it's funny you mention that because that is something that I just actually got the ball rolling. Cool. More or less, not, not to, you know, completely start a whole new business or any of that venture, but yeah. I, I am actually looking at it, one, to learn some shit for myself. Yeah. <laughs> this is all, yeah. you know... I know how to, I can put you through a workout, but I can't exactly tell you how this specific routine is working the specific muscle. Yeah. You know, I don't really know that shit. Yeah, dude, there's a whole art behind it. Like, you, have to, you have to go on the journey with these people, and they're going to tell you, hey, I'm feeling pain here, I'm feeling pain here, and then you got to come up with modifications and different things so that you can strengthen the opposite parts or that part so that you can start to relieve tension and pressure. Like I'm learning a lot about body reading and paying attention to the alignment of the spine and like the posture in people so I can start fixing like that from the foundation and then from there go into more specific intense movements maybe adding more weight on this or that so like that has taken a decade to fucking like process and learn and then to do like different types of teaching in different areas like a classroom in a gym on a field with seventh graders with 12th graders with ninth graders with 70 year olds with i mean now we're talking my, my clients out right 60 70 year olds 40 year olds uh, soccer teams, basketball teams, you know what I'm saying? Like to manage all this over time has made like my training one-on-one and doing my, like my steel mace classes that much better. You know what I'm saying? Dude, if you, whatever help you need to like learn about that type of shit, like I'm a hop, skip and a jump away. Yeah, dude. No, now <laughs> I know how close yeah. you live. Yeah. Man. No, for sure. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely something that I, and I've had it so many times where you know, I'll have people come to me in the gym and they're yeah. like, hey, man, I want you to, like, teach sure. me. And I'm not, I'm not gonna, I've always told people, I was like, listen, I'm not a certified, you know, a trainer. Yeah, yeah. I, I really don't know yeah, yeah. much. I know how to get myself in shape. I think you're giving but, yourself not too much credit. And, and I, but I just don't, I don't want to, because this is someone's health. So I don't want to, yeah, yeah. you know, put them on a diet or, or, or put them through a training uh, routine and fucking hurt people. You know, I just, I've always said, uh, I'm not going to just jump out of my field. So yeah. that's why I was like, you know what, people are asking me. And this is a way for me to get even more educated yeah. on what I love to yeah. do. So I was like, let's just let's just do it. So you know, I wanted cool. looking into it. I was like, let's get certified. Congratulations! It'll always be something that you know then I'll have, and that yeah, you know, if I do get people coming out to me, you know, all right, let's let's run it. Let's yeah. do some things. Dude, what I'm what I'm finding out, Anthony Tone, is that um, there's a lot of people out there that are learning as they go too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, nobody is ever the master. They have experience, but like, you seem like you're somebody that's open to learning new shit. And like, and it's like, I'm really impressed with how you like, you're, you're, you're talking about your story and all that stuff. So like, I feel like you're in already that good mindset of like taking in new information and growing as a trainer or as a bodybuilder, as a human, you know what I'm saying? So like, you're going to be good. I feel like. Thank you. And I appreciate that. Yeah. And, and that's, um, and I was never always here. And, and, and you know sure. what's funny it's is a growth, it's a growth process. It is it's a process. And, and you know what I can honestly say it's it's really and this might be cliche but bodybuilding really taught me that. Sure. And 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 then when I'm this whole big year 2019 was a big thing for me where it was like all right 
2018 was cool as hell, man. We, we got on stage for the first time. Awesome. Now, let's take your passion and, and your your work ethic and, and everything you put into bodybuilding. Let's use that on all aspects. Yes. What, what, how, how far can I go Dude, now? Dude, now you're speaking my language. Yeah. So, I'm like, you know what? And it's... I, I, I got to give a big shout out to my girl, Steph. Yeah, she, Steph. She's such a big pusher on that. She's like, you know... You you go on that fucking stage, yes. Like probably three percent, four percent body fat. Like you can do anything. Hell yeah. She's like, you don't miss your workouts. You stay. You've never cheated. You don't cheat in your diet. She's like, you can literally do anything because your your mind is that strong. Mm-hmm. She's like, so if you could do it for that for bodybuilding, why can't you do it for everything else in your life? Dude, totally speaking. This is all coming from a place you know where I was telling you know I worked at the job and I'm like, man, what the fuck am I doing? I'm not happy. I'm miserable here. So let's go. Let's start making moves and and, and doing it because you know I do, I do work hard. Yeah. So if I yeah, if, I'm, if I can bust my ass doing this, I might bust my ass doing other things too. One hundred percent. And that's been my big whole goal this year. It's like, hey, we'll, we'll go back on stage, but we we got some personal goals that you know we got to try and, and knock down. Yeah, as well. dude, that sounds like dude, that sounds great to me. I want to surround myself with guys like you all the time. But it, it's also I was talking about this on another podcast, like two podcasts ago. Having like a quality woman in your life, or like a like a loving spouse of some sort in your life, is like quality, man. It's so important to have. It's great to to feed off somebody and grow with somebody, keep you in check. You know what I'm saying? And like my wife is an opposite of me, but we work well together and we're growing together, and it's such an important it's an important thing. It keeps you in check, keeps you humble, and you know you learn to communicate. I got this book over here. I got a stack of books. I think this is this is an important one. This is called Nonviolent Communications. Uh, it's got like a four-step thing in there about communicating effectively and with like proper intent because that's like where we fuck up as humans is we uh, we get too passionate, we get too extreme, too heated, too emotional, and the way we express something comes off in a negative manner, which like that cuts the whatever good that was going to happen away. It's not productive. Yeah, totally not productive. But, yeah, like, I, it's so important. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Sec- I, well, you know, go just, ahead. just to piggyback yeah, off piggyback. that, I, I do completely agree with you. Uh, I, I've read it everywhere. You know, behind every strong man, there's a strong woman. Yeah. And, and I do agree with that 110%. Um, you know, uh, that's like my biggest fan of that nice. girl just pushes me you said you're writing your your diets too yeah man yes yeah. so that's the cool part I was I was telling you earlier it's a uh, it takes a village yeah you know to, you to, to, to do everything and I really honestly do you know I have a team you know, I got my main coach Dave who, who um, does my posing um, does the diet to an extent uh, Dave gives me like the numbers you know here 300 grams of carbs 300 grams 350 grams of protein uh, divvy it up however you want. Well, Steph is actually, you know, she went to school for school nutrition and uh, is a no joke, like calorie counting whiz. Like, sure. she, she just, she tell her any fucking like random piece of food and she'll be like, oh, there's like hmm. X amount of carbs in it, X amount of protein, and, like this many calories in like this serving. Oh, baby nuts, whatever. That's good. So it's sick. So actually, yeah, man, my the first year she, we broke down my diet, she wrote it up, broke it all down by the numbers. We sent it to Dave. Dave's like, okay, cool. I like it. Good to go. And then I would train. I would train with George. George is the one pounding yeah. me in the gym. Yeah. So it's it's crazy how many you know pieces go into this. 
And I'm just an average guy. Dude, you got to get a competitor. <laughs> yeah, totally. You, you got to get one of them to now start recording everything. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I gotta, I gotta find me like a, like a young buck, man. You like, do like a, like a fresh seventeen year old that wants to learn a few things. Dude, so there was one kid that was supposed to come to to this podcast, but he's an eighteen year old kid and he's good. He's, he's talented, talented as hell. Um, but you know, he's eighteen and you know whatever. Says he's gonna be somewhere, not gonna be there. But you know, good, great kid though. Anyway. Um, I'm, I'm working with him on, on video and stuff like that. So we can work something out where if you're interested, this guy can come along and I'm trying to hook him up with people like you and, you know, people to do videos for, cause he's trying to get his work out there. Dude, you, you, it's, you'd be surprised at how hard it is. That I've been trying to find somebody and it's actually harder. Totally. I've had photographers that are like, Oh yeah, sure. I'll, I'll get back to you. They never get back to me. I'm like, Man, and a lot of them aren't even good. Yeah, they, they, they don't. They don't take control. It's like, okay, so what do you want to do right now? Yeah, and I'm it's like, like, what do you mean? What am I? What do I want? Tell me where I'm standing. You're the artist, right, bro? No, <laughs> but yeah, no, dude. Tell this kid, send him my way. Let's do a video. Let's, yeah. let's do some, let's yeah. some photos, something. Because I do want to build that portfolio. Yeah. And um, and unfortunately, in front, yeah, unfortunately, in this day and age, you have to have yeah. some sort of online presence. Yes. You know, as negative as it could be sometimes, and like the naysayers, like the more you grow with yourself. And the more comfortable you are with living your truth, the more the negative of the, whatever people say doesn't fucking matter, and social media becomes obsolete. You're just putting something of value to people, yes. and that's how I look at it now. You know, I'm not trying to ever boast or anything. And maybe sometimes I'll dick around and I'll I'll, I'll make some smart ass remarks or whatever. But at the end of the day, like a post or a, a podcast or or whatever I'm putting out is a value supposed to be a value to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And that's like my intention behind everything that I do on social media. Now I got to get the YouTube running to myself. But it's a, it's a, it's a long time. It's a it's process. A, it's, a it's a pain in the ass to get things going. You got to be consistent with it or else you'll never have content up. But it will help develop your brand, you know, business-wise, whatever it is. 100%. 100%. You know? And that's the double-edged sword of social media. And it's funny because I... I th- I'm a big firm believer in uh, social media being just a fucking killer to bodybuilding today because now killer as in like what a good thing it brings it down oh it brings it, it down it brings it down it, it, it's good and it's bad but I think it's more bad than good because now also. you have you know so and so with an iPhone's a bodybuilder man and it's yeah. like you, you're, you're not though yeah and and it's fine I, I tend to not look at those things and it's, yeah. and it's funny too like George would be the first one he'd be like you're not fucking taking pictures during a workout like we're here to fucking train. Ah, uh, I get, I get what you're saying. Too. Yeah. So because I, you know, the way I learned, I was brought up on a, a straight old school. Habits. Yeah, that's old school. That's old school uh, for sure. No fucking tank tops. I I trained a hoodie and that was it. Really? Yeah, dude. George was so hard on me with, with those things and and I loved it though. I'm happy I learned that way because it was so much cooler. That's cool. That, that's and cool. It, that is cool. Yeah. So it was very like you know dungeony with him. He was gonna he was gonna make it hard on me. But yeah, man, we like. I'd be like scared. I remember I would, like never really took pictures working out and shit because like I was yeah. like, oh, George, that's stupid. Like that's not hard work. Totally. Until I kind of realized, you know, oh man, it's the name of the game. Kinda. Unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah. whatever, get your girl to start filming now. Like, yeah. yeah. You got to do that. I'm sorry. No. Pay extra. Sure. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. I, I know. I know it's a big, a bigger thing. You know, I, I, I'm definitely more. You know, I'll, I'll throw up the post, the Instagram post, and yeah. whatnot. And you know, it actually is kind of cool to see some. I love seeing some old pictures. I'm like, oh shit, yeah. look at that. I thought like, I was big back then. I don't right. Know how look now. Right. So it's definitely cool, man. Yeah, man. It's a it's a unique thing. People got to learn to deal with it better. And like, if I can give you my my opinion on 
when you say like all oh, those kids who try to be bodybuilders and taking pictures and you're not a fucking bodybuilder, you know, it's like I guess let people think what they want to think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not, you know, they're just fucking whatever. They don't understand what it takes if they think that it could be it. That's their immature viewpoint of it, and that's just whatever. That was more like, it was like, like years ago when I was younger, it used to like irk me. Dude, now I'm just like, do whatever you gotta do. Yeah. Because now my hoodie's just up. <laughs> I am so focused. Even after this last show, I'm like, dude, I'm so focused right now. Like, yeah, like all the other stuff doesn't matter. I don't doesn't matter. see anything in that gym. Besides my fucking hands grabbing the dumbbells <laughs> and, and just me getting do, getting my nasty pump and yes. getting the fuck out. Yes. So, yeah, yeah I, I am just up too old for that shit now. Good, I guess I, you're nobody, good. Nobody can throw me off. You're not going to ruin my workout. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. If you want to take the pictures in the corner, that's fine. <laughs> I'll wait till I'm done with my workout and then I'll take my pictures because that's when I'm going to look the best. But, yeah, man, it is it is cool. That's but, funny. I mean, yeah, but back to that. You know that question in the beginning. You know we're going on that first show prep. Um, yeah, man, it was it was such an experience. Uh, like I said, I was doing the double cardios, training all day, working full time job, and and it's funny, man, because there's shit. Like I said, you're you're exhausted all day, all day, all night. Um, your food needs to be made. So, like, when in the process do you start cutting down? So you do the four month bulk. Then you start in the first few weeks. Like how how is that? Are you main just maintenance? Are you still building in the first three weeks? Or so what? like that no like that first week uh, we cut my numbers pretty high. I don't even think my diet changed from bulking to my first week of dieting for the show. We're twelve weeks out. I, I think mm-hmm. we might have dropped my protein a little bit because I was pretty high. And um, if I remember correctly, last year we started at about you know three hundred something grams of carbs and, and around three something of protein. Which is still pretty Three, high. It's high. It's a lot. Oh, yeah, 300 and 300, and then it drops slowly? or Yeah. So now, then we start driving weekly, weekly, weekly. By how much every week? Depends. Depends on how I'm looking. So, I, you know, I can't remember too much on that first prep. Um, but it was funny, because it was my first prep, right? And we didn't, I had no, no expectations going to the show. I was like, listen, this is the first time, of course, you know, I want to win. But like, right. this is my first time getting up there. My whole philosophy was like, let's just, let's just, let's follow it through. Yeah. No fucking quitting. Let's just do this thing, balls to the walls. Yeah. Not cheat them. That was the big goal. I was like, we're not cheating my fucking diet. I did. I don't cheat my diet. So I, was <laughs> like, I was like, we're not cheating on my diet. I was like, let's fucking do this thing. And I, I was happy because I, I did it all the way through. Good. And first step. For, and it was. I was yeah. like, let's get this first one on my belt. And it was awesome. Like, like I said, it wasn't easy by any means. There were days where I was, I was fucking crying, bro. Like, I'd be in, in fucking home. I'm like crying. I'm like, this is, I don't feel good. Dude, when you when your carbs start dropping so low, you just don't like twenty five grams a day. Yeah, so that was that was more of this year's prep. I, honestly, it's so funny because I thought my first prep was like tough. I was still cranking in about like one hundred seventy grams of carbs, and I was like, man, I don't feel good. My uncle was like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You're fine. You're still at one hundred something grams. And, um, <laughs> and it might have been my problem last year because I didn't wind up leaning out to the, as well as I should have, but. Um, and I'll, and I'll just segue into the second show because you know right after yeah, that, that first show ended, I just I, I felt that I felt it, you know. Yeah. I got that taste of the stage, that it is something that, that taste that you know I'm 26 years old. It's something I've been wanting to do since I was 21. So just all those years of training and it hit me, and as soon as those lights hit my my face, I was like, holy shit! I yeah, aligned. It, yeah, it's a good it, feeling. It, it is, and it just zapped me. So that's and, and you know the moment I got off that stage. You know, and it's funny, I, I got a fourth place trophy out of five guys in that in that show in, in my class. Yeah, she does and, and I was like, okay, I was like, all right, what are we going to do 
huge for next year. And my, my, I remember my uncle just looked at me and was like, damn right, we're going we're gonna to come back and we're going to get better. And I can honestly say, man, from, from the moment uh, I got off that stage to the moment I got back on stage this year, the fucking foot was on the pedal the whole time. Yes. <laughs> I don't, don't get me wrong. You know, I had fun in between. You know, I had my brother's wedding last year. I had events. I, I drank on, a few, on weekends here and there. You'd catch me and the girlfriend having a glass of wine. Yeah, on yeah. Night. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. You don't have to... You know, I didn't have to completely live in a fucking dungeon yeah. to, to do this. No, I just set my priorities straight. It's a good point. This is what we're going to do. Uh, there are times for for me to let loose, have a little fun here and there. But for the most part, we didn't, I didn't miss, we don't miss workouts. And there, my food Monday through Friday was Stays straight on. on diet. Now, I will say that was now that was the thing I learned from last Hold year. Hold on, Monday through Friday. So, Saturday, you did mess up a little bit. I would, I would eat a little bit here and there. I would get food with the girlfriend, or I wouldn't count my macros. I just mm. I would take a bunch of chicken breasts and, like, a couple spoonfuls of rice. Mm. Okay, cool. Let's just see. I didn't really measure my food out Got on the weekends. Got which it. Which is now, that was another, okay, rookie mistake. We learned from that. Yeah. And that's something I'll be going into this year where I'm, I'm going to actually be calculating, you know, when I'm going to have my cheats. Uh, and, and stay more on my diet, even on weekends. All right. It's going to be the next big test. Yeah, so. it's just dude, fucking 100% in, no fucking around, win, yeah, this, win this shit. I, I want to put on, even last year, after last year's show to this year's show, you know, I kind of want to get a little fluffy again, because I did, you know, kind of let loose a little bit, yeah. having too much fun here and there. And I also, big rookie mistake to anybody out there, I thought... Hey man, let's let's to put on muscle. We just gotta get as big as I fucking can, right? Let's just crank the calories up and just eat. Well, I was eating about four thousand calories, and Ugh. first of all, let me just tell you how much that fucking sucks because I'm not even kidding. Mountains, mountains, and I was eating about six meals a day, and I would just have mountains of rice with each meal, white rice, just like mountains of it. And I was like, "Fuck it, I gotta get big." I, I hate white big. rice. Yeah. I just like I, I was like I gotta get big mounds of chicken mounds of ground turkey mounds of beef just going yeah and Ricky mistake yeah I was eating like four thousand calories I'll never forget and it was like December and I went to go check in with George I was like hey man yeah I'm gonna do Illinois State again in May he's like all right well he's like you look, you're fucking fat <laughs> he's like he's trying to fucking figure it out and start losing some body fat <laughs> so I, I even did like a little pre prep before prep I just to cut like. 10 pounds of water bloat. Yeah. Because I was, like, pushing 215 of just some, like, some major fluff. And I was like, dude, I am eating too much. This is stupid. And I remember Steph would be like, I think you're eating way too much. You don't feel, like, when you eat, you don't feel full and just keep eating. And I eating. just, I would just throw it down. I, you know, there was just one thing Buzz on my mind. Tatiana. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, no, it was just one thing on mine. It's like, I gotta get fucking huge. I gotta get huge. They gotta be, all the guys that won last year, they were fucking big. I need to get, you need to get huge. And I wasn't even thinking what I was doing. And yeah, rookie mistake. I was I was cranking in four down calories, and I just got fluffy. And at that point, your body doesn't even break down half, doesn't even digest half that food. Yeah. So I wound up in like December, just kind of cranking my calories down. I dropped like five hundred calories, and uh, started doing cardio again. <laughs> and then um, you ever do just sprints, or is it always long, steady, sixty minute cardio? No, we do forty five minutes interval. Is what we do. The always. Most. Yeah. For the most part. One minute, 30 seconds? What are your intervals? Uh, like? One minute sprint, and then two minutes slow. Got and it. then um, I think even by the end of this show, the last six weeks of this year, um, I wound up doing one one minute, one minute. For 45 minutes, huh? 45 minutes. I'll dive into this this show. So so. That's fucking grueling. I, obviously, I, I I busted ass all you know winter. We were ready for this next show, and I was like, oh, let's, let's go. Here we go. Nice. Um, started prep. 
Dude, this this prep 2019. I can't even explain how much fucking harder it was than my first time. Hmm. It it was just it was the the level of difficulty went from like one to like ten. So like just tighten everything up and well the problem was, the was problem, so hard. The problem was my first few weeks I was not losing weight. Like I was not driving body fat. I was like, dude, I still look like shit. Dude, it was a mental fucking war in my head because you know. <laughs> It was like the those first four weeks were just hell, mentally, because you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing, not missing a meal. You're hitting all your cardio sessions. You're fucking dying. You're exhausted. I'm like, dude, what am I missing here? Why am I not dropping weight? And I, you know, I I'm, I want to see George. George is like, he's a little more extreme than my uncle. Dave, Dave is like, a, we we call him, you know, he's he's a genetic gift. You know, my, yeah. my uncle's a freak of nature. He's yeah. an anomaly. So he kind of gets away with a few things. I go to George. I think I was about eight weeks out at this point. He's like, "You're way too. We're not gonna. This isn't gonna happen. Like, we need to make big changes, and then they need to start happening. Like, we need to take your carbs and completely bring them to the fucking ground. Like, that's what we're gonna go with." He's like, "And George, and George is right, dude. I got. We started doing. I was down about fifty grams of carbs, which was like I think we had it. It was like like one sweet potato meal, maybe two. You no, know, we split it into two that way because it was so many. It's not a lot." Carbs. But it wasn't. It was not a lot. Yeah. I was at three grams of carbs, and we were just. Then I was just. I just burning body fat, burning body fat, and I had never been so low on carbs in my life. Dude, that switch goes over right away, and if you adapt to it really quickly, that's a good sign. I, it was working, which was great. In but just, dude, my mental game was just like, I, dude, I was a zombie. Do you uptake your fat when your carbs are low, or no? No, we don't. And I, and I remember, See, that's probably why you're all fucked up mentally. We we, we thought and that's something I thought about. That's like more keto, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah, yeah. And um, no, I had asked George like, should we up my fat? He's like, no. At this point, we we didn't. We just got to bring my calories. Yeah, calories have you down. That's right. So we didn't even want to mess with it at that point. I was like, I was holding too much body fat as it, as it is. We got to just bring my calories yeah. down as much as we can. Yeah. Keep a little fat. Dude, those and, cardio sessions gotta be fucking awful. Bro, it was so the morning one was like always like not that bad. It it was bad, but like it'd be like whatever, cool, like now let's just get ready for the day. That fucking cardio session after my lift, after working all day, that those forty five minutes, though, that was hell. Dude. That was I would be in pain. I would be just like panting, like what the fuck? <laughs> I'd be seeing things. Really? Sweat. What uh, kind of stuff were you seeing? Yeah, I just, might just be fucking delirious. Blurry-eyed, delirious. <laughs> like, my stomach would be rumbling so much. It was pain. So you're mentally fucking tough, bro. I try to be. <laughs> I, I try mean, to be. mean try to no. be? That's the funny. That's... Yeah, no... I, you gotta get it done. The food's gotta be good. Yeah. The workout's gotta get done. That's it. You check them off. That's like... Yeah. I, that's honestly, not easy, bro. Yeah, I, 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 I pride myself on that a little bit. Because people and, are and, bitches. And I, and I don't like it. I'm not <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I'm just my mental nah. key. no. But it is something I, I like to hang my head on. It's like, dude, yeah. man, I, I fucking bust ass. Yeah. And, and I, I grind. And it's funny because I'll see fucking people. And you know what, You'll see it on Instagram. Like, oh, I'm dying in this leg workout. Or, or, or fucking, uh, I know a few, uh, I don't even want to get into it. But yeah, <laughs> there's just people out there. You know, they're doing, I, I, there were competitors doing this show this year. They're like, oh, I'm dying. Motherfucker, I know what you're eating. I heard you have cereal in your diet. You're not fucking dying. <laughs> I pulled oatmeal week eight. What the fuck are you talking about? You're dying. I'm eating legit fish and vegetables. And egg whites <laughs> and vegetables. <laughs> All I ate for six weeks. The, la- the last six weeks of my diet. Because we pulled chicken, we pulled ground turkey, we pulled rice. 
So I had egg whites. Wait, so why'd you pull a chicken? Is that too too much? Too many calories? And no, it was we pulled the chicken because uh, there was just, there was more body fat on chicken than there was on tilapia. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we we got down. My calories were fucking low. So you were eating more tilapia? What else were you? Eating? I egg was doing, whites. Uh, two tilapia, two egg whites, and two salmon meals. Wow. So all pescatarian, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And okay. That, and it worked. It worked. But it's just... It's and that's like, another thing, too. Finding what works for you, yeah, right? And yeah. like eating we, to your DNA, kind of. We, we kind of knew, like... like Right away, we knew, like, all right, ground turkey bloats me. So we pulled out week 10 because I did it last year. I was kind of bloating on, on it a little bit, so we pulled it right away. So this year, again, my uncle's like, let's just pull it, pull it out. And, uh, and I was like, fuck it. If I'm going to suffer, let's just do it. <laughs> pull a chicken, pull yeah. the ashes, let's just fucking go. Yeah. And we, we, we went, and, man, that was it was brutal. It was brutal, but I just... Like you said, my the the strength of my mind. I just I just had to put it out there, and I, you know I'd come home and I would just be a fucking zombo. But it's like, hey, I I make that last meal. My whites before bed. It was always my last meal. And I eat them, and it'd be almost about almost eleven o'clock, and I'd just be like, all right, seven alarm for four fifty. So the time you wake up, four fifty. Four fifty to get into the gym by. Uh, five thirty to get my forty five minutes of cardio, and I was doing abs in the morning as well. So I get my forty five minutes of cardio and do my abs to get home to shower, eat, get to my day job by eight. Yeah, it was, it was a long day. Jesus, and it's Christ. funny because I would just I would just set that alarm, be like, all right, man, that's one day closer. And um, it's it was pretty fucked up because we didn't know if I'm, we were gonna might bring my body into shape. So I, I was never gonna quit. It was just um, I had talked to George even four weeks out. We were still like. Eh. <laughs> I talked to George. Are you nervous? We, it wasn't nerves. It was just we didn't know if my body was going to be... And I wasn't going to go up there unless I was bringing my best fucking body. Oh, so you would... So I just didn't know if I was going to be lean enough. Like, I was like, man, I don't know if I'm gonna, my body's going to... If we're going to bring it in. If we're going to be tight enough. If we could do this. So if it, if it came down to it, you wouldn't have walked if it wasn't... I, I wouldn't have done that show. I was, I was looking at later shows. So I was like, my body's going to give in. And it was giving in. It was just how, a matter of, like, how, how fast... Is it gonna go? Yeah. And are how, how we gonna be lean enough and, and, and presentable uh, and the package? Obviously, then yeah, me yeah, and yeah. my coaches were all happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, it, I was looking at those shows. I was like, "Fuck!" Like, here's here's another show in Wisconsin. Like, the, like a couple weeks after, still like, same league. Yeah. yeah, all on PC shows. So I'm like looking. I'm like, man, there's one here. There's one there. Possibly, possibly, dude. All the freaking out. And it was. I think it just like another like another switch. And it was like. The third week out, I was like, I had my gill. I call them my gills. Those obliques, yep. man. I get those fat yep. out gills. Yeah. And um, they were just popping. I had fucking veins on, on my obliques. Nice. My abs were just hard. My back was just dense and, and coming in with all that separation. I was like, okay, I think we're good. And George was like, let's drop the carbs a little bit more and go from there. I had to be driving down 25. I was like, okay. And it was like just like the final week, final two weeks. I was like, okay. Okay, and uh, yeah, we And then when you meal prep, you cook the food and make it all yourself. You don't do these like fancy meal prep, fit kitchen style style stuff. No, I wish I could afford that shit. But <laughs> no, and I don't know how you guys are doing it things. I see people are like, yeah, I got so in this brand. They're fucking expensive. Yeah, they, they are. are so expensive. You're why would I waste the money? Just it, it's literally your pain to just have it cooked for you, which I get. It's fine if you're that busy, but. 
Making uh, chicken and rice takes fucking 15 it minutes. It does. You know, I, what I do is I have a fucking rice maker and I have a chick, I put a little chicken in the oven. Yeah, easy. Now I'll lay down while that shit cooks. <laughs> the only thing that was always a pain in the ass was like cooking ground turkey over the stove. That's always yeah. a pain in the ass. That yeah. was a mess. But other than that, right. and the, my fish, I would just throw in the toaster oven every day. I'd make my fish daily because fish in the fridge right. tastes like shit. So yeah, yeah. I would, I would make my fish, you know, the night before for the next day. Yeah. Always. Um, no, it never, I trust me, I would love one of those companies cause that'd be great, but dude, well, when you start your YouTube and get your Instagram up and you start becoming a trainer, <laughs> when I become, you're going to become be, someone, you know, well, l- well, listen to like the way, what you're saying. So like you got experience from like big time people, right? Yeah. You're going to win your, the third show that you're going to do. That's already out there in the universe. Right. So like. I'm already seeing it for you. Don't let me tell you how to live your life. No. Don't listen to me. I, I think I'm you should be my manager. No, don't yeah, listen I think to me. Around to you. I'm just a fucking I'm just a fucking guy. But like that's that's like it's in my DNA and this is like it's a blessing and a curse. Cause like I see potential in people and then I try to like tell them like my view for you, which sounds like a uh, controlling type thing, but like as a coach, I can see like areas of like potential in like a, a, a high school athlete or like someone who's like you as a bodybuilder just talking to you for a little bit. I've known for a little while and I've seen girl kind of a little bit here. Um, I, I, it's, I, I say my, my perspective and I don't ever want to be like too strong because people kind of grow at their own pace and all that. But like, that's why it could be a curse because it could be like, well, I don't want to do that. But okay, that's cool. I'm just saying like, I feel like you have these good qualities. It could be good here. And maybe it's a a really quality life for you potentially that can impact a lot of people who knows, you know, as opposed to, you know, a job that doesn't mean anything to you. Cause I find like, dude, I've been working jobs, especially in, in, as a teacher, love doing what I'm doing. And then there's other like negative stuff that like I can kind of just put up with because of like the work that's being done. Like I would be coming home from a soccer game and I had like a, a team full of girls who, they were just awesome kids. And I remember coming home feeling like, woo, what a fucking awesome day, like 9 p.m., just like, oh, my God, I trained clients today, I taught my classes, interacted with a bunch of good people, had the game, whatever won or lost, the emotions were all over the place, but nonetheless, a good, like, experience, I'd come home and feel like, man, hell yeah, I wouldn't be doing anything else right now, so, like, I feel like people get stuck in, like, a tunnel vision, they, you know, they feel like there's no escape route, and they're doing some job because it pays the bills or whatever, and it's just a year after year after year, and they don't want to take their risk and go ahead and do it. So, like, when I see potential in somebody, it's like, hey, think about this for a second because it may better your life, like, cr- crazy. You know what I'm saying? No, 100%. And uh, but I've, I've been there. I've been doing that where I get stuck in that tunnel. And uh, We all do, bro. Yeah. We all do. And, and like you said, just working that job to pay the bills, you know, when, when I'm doing now is definitely not where I, where I plan to yeah. you know, end, you know. Yeah, for definitely. sure. And like I said, that, that just goes back to me growing, you know, yeah. year after year. And I'm, I am in a place where I'm, I'm ready, you know, to really excel and, and, and max at my full potential. Yeah. I don't even know what my full potential is never max it out yeah. so you know that's exactly what you know what dude learn. that's gonna be a thing that you're gonna learn for the rest of your life because what i'm learning dude life is gonna throw curveballs at you you gotta fucking roll with the punches and then enjoy like the dirty with the good and there's always something more to learn and there's always like more potential to come out it's pretty fucking wild the stuff that i'm learning as i go through my experience and you know maybe it, it doesn't mean shit but what i know means something is like the stuff that i'm learning from people and then the impact i'm putting back on to more people like that means something if someone says like oh there's so many different types of earths and just in this galaxy alone we're significantly insignificant 
I don't buy that potentially because like we're here to make an impact even though we don't really know what this realm or this reality is like there's so much shit string theory quantum physics that we don't know shit bro right we're just perceiving this world through this lens through our perspective and experience and the way we're fucking wired and everybody's kind of doing the same thing we still don't know fucking shit but what we do know is that like when we create stuff and it impacts people in a positive way it makes your environment for you and your people very good so that makes a life a little bit more enjoyable as opposed to like doing something that you don't want to do and then you're negative-minded, so you're more likely to say stupid shit that impacts somebody in a negative way, and that has a ripple effect. Then coming back to you, having this like shitty environment, dragging, uh, and then you're just in the same loop, same loop, same loop, over and over again. Like a lot of people in corporate America are, not to pick on corporate America or anything, but like, yeah, they go to work, they don't fucking like it. You know, and then it, they come home and they're just like, I got more fucking bullshit work to do. And then the whole time it's like, I don't really care about this work that I'm doing. So then like a lot of people are afraid to ask the question, like peel back. What the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. You know, yeah, like, what, exactly. am I, what am I doing here? Let's figure that out. And then you said something very good. Like I got my priorities straight. That's fucking huge. Yeah. You know, write your shit down on your board. What are your fucking non-negotiables? I write that shit down all the time. Now, what do you? What are your thoughts on like meditation and journaling? You do that stuff? No, I don't. And it's funny you mentioned that because I've noticed. Um, I'm a big Dorian Yates guy. I love, dude. Dorian Yates and Joe Rogan podcast. I listen to. Yeah. It was the fucking best. Dorian Yates speaks my language. Yeah, he, yeah, 100%. He speaks my this, language. Like, this whole thing is like reminding me of yeah. like, like, you know, a Dorian-esque, you know, type thing. Because, you know, yeah. he's so into that now. Yeah. Uh, meditating and, and, and all the DMT. All stuff and the psychedelics yes. and stuff. So I don't know anything about that stuff. But, you know, from, you know, what he's, what he's saying and the way he's selling it, you know, it's, it's some good shit. It is. I, I'd love to start looking into meditating or even like yoga is something I've been yes. wanting to kind of try and get into. It's going to help your training out so much. 100%. And yeah. I mean, we were talking about this before we even started this about learning different styles. And, you know, I'm always down to learn something that's going to help me excel. Interesting. So, like, would you be opposed to having some sort of, like, steel maze or unconventional method of training in your program for your next show? I would love to try it and see. And if I like the way it feels and it's something I know I can utilize, then 100%. Cool. Definitely Interesting. Because I was going to say, like, because I'm building a platform, like, this is how this stuff works out. Like, I would throw in my services for free. And then we document everything. And then it'd be, like, the bodybuilding world crossing paths with unconventional strength. And, like, who knows? Like, I did a podcast with my friend Lori Verda, who's a steel mace teacher, but she was in the bodybuilding world for a long, long time. And when she started using the, the steel mace, when she was doing her shows, to her fucking shoulders and back blew up so hard. And she said that the way she was burning calories was at an astronomical rate. So, she's like, she fucking looked the best she's ever looked. And she said that she was 20 years older than all the girls competing. Oh, no shit. Yeah. yeah. So... I don't know, maybe it's something, maybe it isn't, but I think it would be cool to at least document it, and if you do win, that'd be fucking wild. Like, another, like, addition added, and then now other bodybuilders are going to hear about it, and then you're going to get your Fit Kitchen uh, sponsorship. Hey, man, that helps me, that helps you. <laughs> helps everybody, exactly, so, yeah, you know? You know, I'd definitely be down to collab on that. Cool. Yeah, that's what life is about, collaboration, and, like, that's what I'm learning, too. It's like, you put out good value, you know, you attract the right people in your life, right? You, you come across the right people... Uh, you learn, you, you, uh, you know, I don't know. There's just so many good things that can happen when your, your intention is good. 
Yeah, I agree. You know? And being open-minded. And being open-minded. So, uh, we were talking about writing, meditation, Dorian Yates, psychedelics. What are your thoughts on consciousness and, like, that whole aspect of it? Like, do you think that, when, like, you know, how Dorian Yates talks about psychedelics and, like, different realms or, like, we're in a program. Man, we're in a program, man. Like, what are your thoughts on us being in a program or, like, consciousness itself? Do you ever think about this shit? Because I think about this all the See, fucking I, time. No, I, I really don't. I've never put too much thought into it. Uh, it's definitely something that I would I would probably let you take the reins on. Just, you know, teach me. Let me dude. learn. Dude. Because I am so, like, into, like, learning about these type of things. Like yeah. I said, it's, it's starting to become more yeah. out there. So what I can do is, before you leave today, I'm going to write down a handful of podcasts that I've been listening to oh, regularly. And, uh, like, connecting people of different types of fitness and mindset and growing paths um i'm going to specifically introduce you to paul check okay Okay? you're gonna listen to paul check and it's called living 4d podcast and paul check is a holistic health coach but he is the motherfucking man he's done bodybuilding shows he was the the uh the boxing uh, army boxing coach He's a holistic health practitioner. He was a fucking farmer. I was a soldier in the 82nd Airborne. He was so many different things and does so many different, uh, like, walks of life. And he's got so much information. But, like, you want to talk about growth physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, fucking Paul Check is the guy to go to. And then a handful of other people that I can introduce you to um, as far as, like, podcasts. But... Uh, it's a it's a rabbit hole, bro, because you can like wrap your head in circles about like what the fuck consciousness is. But I call it now, um, what did I say? It's like a fabric. Oh, your consciousness is a is a is a type of cosmic fabric that we're not really intended to understand it fully. Like it's too big of a game for our brains to understand fully. But that doesn't mean it isn't something. You know what I'm that's, saying? That's deep. Is it deep? Yeah. You know, like right, our like our consciousness is a co- is a cosmic fra- fabric, and it share we share it. Like it makes up your consciousness and fucking George. We talk about George. You know, like we're all like the same fucking type of thing, but we see this through our own lens of emotion, upbringing, and environment, and all that. But it's all connected in some weird way, if that makes any fucking sense. No. It's all connected. Um, but yeah, I get myself going in these deep-ass fucking I love loopholes. it. This is the show. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I know. So, I love it. Yeah, but what other podcasts? You said you like listening in the car. What? And you mentioned a couple of them. But do you, is there, are there any other ones that, that come to mind? I, you know, like I, Mind Pump? You say you don't like Mind Pump, right? Mind Pump is, you know, I, I liked them for a while until I, you know, I listen to a lot of their episodes. They're bashing men's physique guys. They love doing that. So Fuck, I'm always man. like, you know, ah. and I, I, I get Mind Pump's uh, philosophy. Uh-huh. It's more for, the, you know, the average gym goer. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And, I, and I get it. So it's kind of like, and I listen to a few other things, and I've actually tried some other things here yeah. and there. What about BioLane? You know him, Lane Norton? Yes, I've seen I've seen his uh, YouTube videos. I, I like watching his YouTube He's videos. He's smart. Yes, he definitely is. Um, I said Rx Muscle with Dave Palumbo. He, he, you know, it's a ben, like Ben Greenfield? Who's Ben Greenfield? Ben Greenfield. He's a Spartan racer, but he's like a guy that's high in the biohacking field, talking about things that you can do to reduce your sensitivity to light. He's fucking really thick, but he's fucking super smart. Uh, what, what do you got? Um, make it train. Not sure if you ever heard of him. Nah. 
Make a train. Um, yeah, good buddy of mine, uh, John Romanelli, he started that business. Oh, and uh, cool. they actually just started putting out a podcast. So I've been nice. listening to his stuff. It's a little shot for you, John. Yeah. He's a great guy. Dude, so and, hook him up. We'll, yeah. we'll, let's like, talk. You'd I'd, love talking to him, too. Yeah. I'll tell you, he's that guy. Talk about an encyclopedia on just, you know, fitness. Great. You know, he competed, personal trainer, started a uh, business, good entrepreneur. If anything, it's a guy I, I, you know, I really look up to. That's cool. 100%. That's cool. Yeah, I should definitely collab with him because. I'm interested in collabing with, like I said, and, and, and putting together the fitness world of people. Like, bringing people together is, like, what I've, you know, you said you get on that stage, you feel that alignment. Dude, I feel my alignment when I'm doing this shit, when I'm coaching, when I'm teaching and putting out quality shit, you know, and connecting the fitness world, really. Connecting good people together and, like, growing and talking about consciousness or fitness or nutrition or recovery. What about recovery? Do you, do you are there, like, recovery techniques that you yeah. do? Yeah, so I started, this year was a big thing that I wanted to work on is is getting those, like, deep tissue massages yeah. and, and uh, proper rest and whatnot. Because, you know, I always would be, I'd always say, like, one rest day here and there. Yeah. Uh, one, one thing I'm utilizing now, we're, we're, we're using two rest days. And, we're, mm. we're, you know, we're, we're taking the pictures and we're going to see, you know, okay, how am I going to grow? Am I going to grow better? What about your sleep habits? Because you said you're waking up at 4.50. So, that's another big thing, too. You know, last, last, my first prep, I was pretty bad with sleep. I was, I was a little, like, I, it was hard for me to fall asleep. Uh-huh. Uh, to be honest, now I, I didn't pass yeah <laughs> <laughs> i i don't have an issue sleeping like like i used to um so sleep is definitely something that and i, I even wanted trying and, and, and even go to bed even earlier yeah if i can I, and honestly the only reason why i'm up even later is because I'm, I'm usually cooking <laughs> i'm cooking yeah, or I, I am a little I'm, I'm, I'm a gamer i don't know if you knew this you, you know, play I'm, oh i love hitting the sticks xbox xbox one all day nice what do you play? Uh, I've, I've been playing Apex Legends. I've been on that bandwagon. Apex Legends. Like, I know nothing about oh, fucking man. games, yeah, bro. Me, me, it's funny because me and the, me and McCall, my good boys, you know, we still we still at the sticks. That's good. So unless I'm cooking and uh, I, I'm you know I'll, I'll play like a little little Xbox before bed just to that's just, that's me decomposing. Yeah. It's it's not bodybuilding. No, it's, it's good. It's not anything with you know career or work. It's it's, it's some, that's just a little bit of me. I just relax. That's so good. I don't have any of yeah. that, bro. Everything's geared towards something. It's fucking driving me nuts. I need some i need something like that because even when i play soccer and football like it's still geared towards like my personal development kind of because i'm putting myself out there and like running around and getting my fucking animal out like i need to sit down sometimes i like sit down and listen to music and watch pop but i'm listening to podcasts yeah like i don't like i'm just what the fuck am i doing yes yeah. <laughs> like no, I, I, I need to sit down i need to relax and like, sometimes i'm sitting down writing but it like oh wait this is like this is towards my word. fucking yeah. thing and i'm thinking about all my shit this like, isn't a bad thing I guess. You're, you're driven as hell. Yeah, I'm, I am. It's so admirable. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you. I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, it, man. Like, I'm just fucking like, I'm excited to live. Like, I haven't been more excited to live ever. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that means. But no, like, but see, that, that that's the type of energy that needs to be out there with, yeah. with more people. Yeah. And that's something I'm starting to slowly creep up on you have i'm getting there you have like, man things are rolling i'm learning what i can possibly do with my mind yeah and all my gifts yeah or definitely gifts or whatever i have you definitely have some. i'm learning I'm, I'm learning that now so i i, I get what you're saying yeah I, mean, I, for I, sure. I think it's super cool because you know you're in this whole Appreciate thing it. with all your endeavors and i think they're dope as hell thank you so uh, and I, I do look up to what you're doing by Dude, the way like, thank you that's why i'm here i'm talking to you yeah fuck yeah and, 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 and same thing with, with you man I, i've like you've we've both come a long way since college playing oh, football 100%. and like it's cool to interact and, and and say how's it going and see what things are going on and like how could i impact you and vice versa like 
I think doing something like that, a three-month grind of just fucking training your body is something that nobody fucking knows how to do. You know what I'm saying? Nobody fucking knows how to do that. And, like, you can take the, the information you learned with bodybuilding and, like, just adjust it a little bit for the everyday person to lose X amount of weight here and there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have this information and, like, it's a key that is like super vital to living and it's never going to go away. It's never going to go out of style. It's like you have something that you can teach people all the time now because it's never going to be out of style. Everyone needs to be fit and healthy. And like we're about to embark on some shit with technology to make us live well into our 100s. Like functionally. And even now, fitness, I feel like it's at an all, all new high. Yeah. And everybody's, it's more into it now than, than ever, I think. I think so too. Fitness made a big comeback. You know, it's, it's in to be fit. It's cool to be jacked. You know, yeah. so everyone's kind of like, oh, like, yeah. I want to push it. You know, I, wanna, yeah. I don't want to do this. But at the that. same time, bro, like, we're sick and we're obese more than ever. That's, there's that too. You know so, what I'm I saying? Mean, it's, it's turning, um, people will do whatever they're going to want to do. That's true. Is, is what I always yeah, say. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, if it, it, it's just, it, it's the people that complain that drive me nuts. Don't, <laughs> don't you know, sit there and, and I've had people tell me, man, you're, you're lucky to look like that. I'm like, what the fuck? You just, luck? Dude, you're lucky. I, I'm the most un, ungifted ge- genetically guy out there, man. <laughs> I have zero fucking genetics going for me. Luck has nothing to do with what I do. Yeah. I was like, I, what, cause I'm lucky because I could say no to a fucking donut? Yeah. Like, dude, no. Right. That's just, just pure willpower, work ethic, yeah. and mind strength. That, no, I, I tell you, I tell people, I'm like, dude, it, it, that, that's what it is. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah. Anybody can fucking do it. The stupidest, I hate when people say everyone's in the same 24 hours a day. No, you know, that is true. We all have the same 24 hours a day. Yeah. How you utilize those hours... Yeah. It's all on you, man. Prioritizing is key. It's all it is. Yeah. And I tell people, I was like, and, and what, I, what I do, that's extreme. I'm not saying everybody needs to get up, get, get fucking right. contest lean. No. <laughs> but if you want to have, you know, your ideal summer body yeah. or down, whatever. I just feel fucking clothes, good. You feel good. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah. You can do it. The only one that's holding you back is yourself. Yeah, dude. The amount of excuses that are out there. Well, my knee, you know, it's just never been the same since. Hey, my fucking knee hurts every day. (laughs) Every time I squat, every time I do morning cardio on the Stairmaster, my fucking knees hurt. But you know, like my back, when I wake up, it's got spasms and my shoulder kind of hurts and I get this headache at three. My fucking elbows (laughs) crack every day I'm benching. My fucking knees are cracked. Dude, I'm telling you, I've I've heard it all. I'm pretty sure I've been training with a partial bicep tear. Who fucking knows? Yeah, I I partially tore it last year with my first prep. And then I did some massaging and stuff, got it fixed with PT. And then I did it again this year with... uh, That was actually going back to what we were talking about. You said recovery. Yeah. That's one of my big things I'm, I'm now working on. Uh, stretching. Yes, stretching's important, man. Dude, don't don't don't. If anybody says it's overrated, it's it's it's. People make fun of me because I'm doing all this body weight movement. No, it's like, dude, what are you doing? Looking like a ninja. I'm like, you fucking try moving like this. That's why I'm really interested in what you what you're doing here, man. Because I'm telling you, I, I I was I watched the videos you post, and I'm like, there's 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 gotta be more to this than than totally than what you see right there. Definitely, and I could see it just completely opening up my muscles and fibers yeah. and loosening up what, 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 what's tight. Dude, it's really a lot about your spinal health, your spinal strength, which like sets your foundation for everything. And another thing, like what I'm talking about with this offset weight, so like something like a steel mace, it complements your hard days nice because like 
it, it's, it's offset. Like you got to be mindful of that weight. Your center of gravity is going to shift over if you're holding it horizontal center position. So now your weak sides have to fucking stabilize and strengthen in order for you to do the movements properly in the right form, which means anything that's underutilized or imbalanced or not as strong as the other side, it's going to come alive when you're doing an offset squat or an offset lunge or an offset press or whatever the case is, it's going to come alive and I'm going to see it where those faults are in your hips. In your lower back, and your knee, and your feet, in your foot position, your shoulders, your dips over here. Like, I'll notice that. You'll notice it. And you're going to have to engage more and dial in more so that you can start to, like, be more balanced over time. And when you're more balanced, less inflammation, you think clearer. The information from the environment coming through your lens is, and, and the things that you're telling yourself in your head are going to be more positive, more creative more potential coming through because if you're if you're hurting if you're tired if you're not recovering properly if you're holding something inside mentally your thought patterns are going to be distorted and my whole thing is to teach you to become more balanced more parasympathetic more relaxed physically eat the right foods that go well with your body so you could be less stressed more fulfilled and thinking clear more energy positive mood yada 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 this is the approach that i'm trying to teach people when it comes to fitness more mobile more durable moving in different planes of motion balance breathing and movement patterns together with posture it's a whole nother you know area of fitness that doesn't get talked about a lot it does it, it, I, i'm learning it's important yeah because i'm so and i'll admit i'm very stubborn i'm very set in like oh mm-hmm. Oh, it's old school. It's old I'm school. Old school. Eighties. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Pick up the weights. Yeah. Slam it. Not, not even slam it. Cause I'm actually a form freak. I I will tell you Good. right now. I, I can and I can honestly say that I have, I have some of the best form. You, you know, do. I've in, seen your videos. It's good. You, I, I, I try and post some form. I, I yeah. actually need to post more form videos. Yeah, Because, man, I see some I see some videos, and it's, it's cringing. Yeah. And, it was, and that's fine. Nobody probably taught that person how to do a, a, a T-bar row. Sure. Uh, no, they probably bent over teach row. You, bent, bent over row is the worst. Number one thing, man. Yeah. Number one thing, bent over barbell row, man. I see people do it so badly. Mm-hmm. They, it's cringeworthy. And then it's like, man, I can't even mad at this person. I can't hate on them. What right. comment? Be like, no. What are you doing? No, man. No, you just got to talk anything, to them. anything, talk to them. Yeah. Or what can... And this kind of goes back on what you were saying, you know, what, what can I do to help? Well, I can yeah. post a video on proper form. Yep. And it's not like you got to go super light. I, I'll, I go pretty fucking heavy. Yeah. But I make sure my form is locked. Sure. So... Well, you, you do what your body's capable of doing. You know what I'm saying? Like... I'm trying to teach this to younger kids, it's, and, and they get into like, oh, I want more weight, more weight. Yeah, it's like this it's, natural. It's, it is. It's like this natural instinct to be like. I don't even think it's with young kids. I think it's with anybody. Oh no, well, they, they feel right away. They gotta push the, push the heavyweight, push weight. But dude, no, pushing heavyweight and then pushing heavyweight the right way is yeah. two totally, totally different, different things. things. And it takes a long time for your body physically to like be able to hold that structure and like for it to be worth it for you. Yeah. But like you see it in like young kids. It starts off when they're you know, 10, 11, 12, when testosterone is starting to just fucking fuel their body up. And now they're all like, oh, I want to show my dominance over another boy. Yeah. I'm going to do my 15-pound mace over here, or the 10-pound mace. Hey, Danny, can I try the 10-pounder? Can I try the 15-pounder? And, like, the message I'm trying to get across, and hopefully this kind of, like, broadens the spectrum of masculinity and, like, teaching kids, like, what's to be cool, you know, you know, as a man or whatever, as a, as a boy is to like 
relax, understand what you're doing, how is this benefiting you, what's the form like, understand how to move properly before you go up in weight. Leave the weight alone, understand what this is supposed to do for you now, and little by little you can start to up the weights. So I'm really trying to That's like, awesome. I'm trying to ingrain that because like... Nobody teaches these kids no. that, so I think that is so freaking important. Yeah. It's so cool you're doing Thank that. you. I, thank you. I'm a bit, I'm on that, I'm on that train. Thank you, 100%. thank you. Yeah, man, like I, I think it's really important because like... Then if they start having this mindset when they're younger, now they're going to go into the gym as a 14, 15-year-old trying to show the other kids that I'm stronger than you. Then there's like a squat. like a, Everyone goes like the backload squat. First thing, everybody likes to do that. And their fucking form is awful. They don't even go all the way down. They don't do a proper pelvic tilt when they get all the way up and they're nice and, and tall. A lot of times they stop halfway with their ass hanging out and it's tightening up their hips. It's too much pressure on their spine, too much pressure on their back up top. So like <clears throat> like going back to the basics, front loading stuff in the beginning, opening up the chest, dropping down so your weight is in your heels, knees in line with the toe, you know, dropping your butt down, driving up on the way up and the breathing on the way up and the tilt at the top and the squeezing of the, the abs and the glutes and the fucking quads. You know what I'm saying? Like... This is the stuff they need to talk about and be mindful of before it goes from the bar to the 35, to the 45 each side, and double and double, triple. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, ha it has to be that. 100%. It has to be that. And then, like, you, like, you'll look better as a result of it, and you won't have, like, knee issues because you're not going up too no, high in weight. You won't have issues, joints, and all that shit. You're going to grow even yeah. better. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's funny because uh, when... The way George always trained me, it was pretty, you know, heavy, clean mm -hmm. and bang and whatnot. And I think at his age, he's uh, kind of, he's had a shitload of injuries, you know, with sure. his whole career. So he's actually, his whole philosophy literally started about January this year when, it, when, I, when I went back to him to, to start training. Whole philosophy changed. It's a lot of not lighter weight, pretty heavy weight, but we're, we're moving slow time under tension a lot of yeah he's, go, he's going a lot more time under tension yeah you're really squeezing that muscle yeah you'll love the steel mace out. by the way like i do i'm telling you you sold me on it already so i'm ready, <laughs> I'm ready to try it. so like yeah well, when you leave i'll let you try the the 10 or 15 pounder and that's exactly what it is that tut training is time under tension you have to hold that thing and you have to create tension by pulling apart squeezing inwards and you can really feel even if it's a light weight they say make light feel heavy mm -hmm. by creating tension yes you know so like when you're doing a bent over row with a with a mace, like I like to create the longest lever possible, so I'm totally offset. So now I really have to force myself to stabilize, right? So as I'm doing the row, I'm pulling apart, squeezing my lats, squeezing the round boys, bringing it all the way back to my sternum, and then when I bring it back all the way down and straighten straighten my back my arms back up, I'm squeezing my hands inwards flexing the chest, flexing the deltoids, and even engaging the lats as well as I'm driving straight back down, forcing myself to, to make sure I'm like all nice and, and straight. Then when you get to a 15 or 20 pound mace, then you really got to force yourself and your fucking deltoids are on fuego, man, because you're just holding it there and you're holding it at your collarbone. And like, say so you press and you pull it down, like so freaking on fire. And then like, you can go like rotations from underneath and rotations to the side and you get everything done in a transverse plane which is it's just better for like movement in general you know it translates to moving in regular life better and it translates to athletes better because now they're 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 using this offset weight in a transverse plane as opposed to constantly just like being sagittal or frontal you know what i'm saying yeah you know so like it's not really wrong being sagittal or frontal because it really develops 
muscles. Obviously, if you're doing biceps, triceps, you know, I would th they say the bench press is more transverse plane because you're you are horizontal, which is you know it is what it is. But it's still like this linear yeah. motion. Um, but yeah, anything that has to do with rotation, dude, super important for you know moving better. Um, but you were talking about yoga, right? Yeah, like, something I want to. Yeah. Dude, yoga is a must. I mean, we talked about Ronnie Coleman before this started. Yeah. Okay, Ronnie Coleman to me. Right, you said something that like, kind of light in my head. He's somebody that didn't take the foot off the gas. Yeah, he, he didn't was take just it off heavy all. all the time. And what eight time Mr. Olympia? Yes. Right, the Jay Cutler and other bodybuilders that were Mr. Olympia call Ronnie the greatest of the greatest. Yeah, yeah. Right, muscles on muscles. Yeah, he right? was something that came and it'll never be done again. No, what he achieved Freak. and lo looked like and just yeah, he was just another. He wasn't even human as well. No, were, definitely. But now, like, he's on all these pain medications. He has to walk with crutches, constantly in pain, can't move without assistance. You know, like, it's just, it's not a fun way to live life now that he's in his probably, what, mid-50s? Yeah. He's not that old. No. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like here's the way I see it. It's like, it was too much of, like, too much impact on his nervous system oh, that it's, like, shutting down now. Yeah. So, like... Doing these mobility, durability exercises in between, like, a really, like, hard three months of training and even four months training prior to that is going to make you move better and it's going to make your rest time much faster. And I also think it will definitely help in uh, utilizing the muscles more. So it will increase more size, stamina, go longer, you recover faster so that you can keep going and progressing in in your program um the lengthening of muscles it has to be done just like you're constantly contracting with you know hitting the weights and whatever movements you're doing but like doing sort of lengthening movements spinal decompression uh movements of the the, the joints shoulders hips uh ankles all that neck all that super super important man Super important. Like you talk, you ever hear of David Goggins? No. You ever David Goggins, the Navy SEAL? That motherfucker is like the most extreme individual on this planet. Ultra marathon runner. Oh, I've heard. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah he's been on Rogan's podcast, yeah. a lot of those guys' podcast. Motivational dude. But he was like, man, I I couldn't do shit. My my, my hamstrings are bothering me. My quads are everything was so tight. Everything's so tight. And then he's like, all I do is all I do is stretching now. Two hours of stretching. Yoga, yoga, yoga. I'm stretching so much. I'm stretching so much. Obviously, an extreme yeah. to like one end every time. Uh, yeah. But my point is like intertwine these methods with your regular routine so that like you can become more durable, more mobile, and less likely to become injured and just yeah. feel better. And you feel better mentally because it's, it's, you put yourself in a parasympathetic state. Like lifting heavy all the time makes your, your psyche think that you're under attack, right? Yeah. Just like when you're at your shitty job, feeling vulnerable, like you can't do this or you can't do that, do too much, do too little. You're in this like heightened state of awareness and it isn't healthy long term because that is the underlying cause of all disease right there. That's stress. Stress, hormones, fight or flight, the cause, the root problem of all chronic illness. So to understand that and to switch from these heightened states to a more of a calm, relaxed state, like I was telling you, you get to process the information around you much clearer 
and then you become more pure. Like you, you behave in ways that will attract the right things in your life. That I'm totally sold on that. Totally 100% sold on that. Keep preaching that kind of, you know, message and like your environment and the people around you will be, you know, it'll be a good, it'll be a good thing. No, I like that. You follow me? No, 100%. And it makes sense what you're saying. So, I mean, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm going to try your class because you... Dude, yeah. I would love to have you come to my class. I'm definitely going to try it. Yeah, bring your lady too. Yeah, I'll have to bring, she'll love it. She's yeah. totally into me pushing me out of my comfort zone. So yeah. yeah, she'll, she'll cool. really, really like me doing it, man. Cool. It sounds, it sounds like it's, it, it could help. So I'm definitely very interested. Yeah, and definitely. And intrigued. Yeah. And I, I like that. So and it'll help my recovery, man. Dude, whatever can help me, you know... Get to that next, next level. Yeah. Next Win level, this fucking contest. Yeah, man. Next level, that's, that's, that's what it's all about. We'll wrap it up with this. How much does visualization play a role in your process? Like, how often right now are you visualizing yourself winning the gold medal or the number one... You, you won a gold medal? A trophy. Oh, a trophy. Winning the number one... Uh, first prize trophy, like how much does that like sit in your head? Do you see that all the time? It definitely it sets in my head, but I also know that there there is a there's a whole process to it. So what a lot of people get caught up in, it, there's two different people that do these shows. You got guys like myself who and gals, sorry, guys and gals, because I have a lot of uh, female friends that can do <coughs> um, that are like us, where we you know we completely love. Every aspect yes. of bodybuilding. Yeah. Every aspect of training, dieting, you know, we love it. Yeah. So the stage is just, you know, that that praise and that final form, mm. whatever you want to call it. It's just like that final thing for us. Mm. We get that satisfaction mm. from all the hard work we do. Mm. And you have people that, you know, do it because it's on their bucket list. Mm. Or they just want to try and get a trophy. That's fine. I'm whatever is Whatever your motives are. No, dude, that's disrespect, bro. No, no. It's, 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 it's <laughs> funny because they used to be like, you know what, fuck those guys. But you know what, it really is. It's whatever. To each his own. But just know that, like, like for me, this isn't a fucking joke. This yeah. isn't on my bucket list. So, you know, we did the first show, cool. We did this show, awesome. And it's funny because we, we were looking. I was like, you know, I want to run the gambit. I want to do some fall shows. You know, let's, let's get some more trophies. And then George pulled me down. I just saw him a couple days ago. And he's like... We need to get, let's get you bigger. Because we know I'm a little undersized. I was like, so you think I should just shut it down and not worry about shows this fall? He's like, yeah. Because what is our ultimate goal? He's like, sure, you can be a contender and place third through fifth and get those trophies. But what are you really trying to do? What's your ultimate goal? You tell me. I want to I I win, win it overall. I'd love to qualify for nationals. Possibly get a pro card down the line because my uncle was a pro. So I would like to keep that as like a family thing. Yeah. For my pro card. I think today so many people chase pro cards for wrong reasons because it's a thing to put on their Instagram handle. Mm. Oh, I have to be pro. Boom. It's in the it's the first thing you see Dude, on fucking, so many guys' Instagram. Like, I fucking I hate it. I fucking hate this. Even like even when people put like their training certification up there. CSCS. Dude, you took I I'm not I'm not gonna no, underline it. I'm not gonna undermine uh, anybody. No, but you I know agree. what I mean? No, I agree. And it's it, it drives me that that's where like I said, I love social media and I hate it because there's those aspects. So like to me, getting a pro card is that that's the bee's knees to me. That that mm-hmm. means so much more to me than anyone can really understand because yeah. of like, you know, I'm a legacy with that. Yeah. So fuck yeah. It, it's not it's not for, you know, anybody else myself yeah and i think that's that's where it gets twisted because a lot of people do this shit yeah. for all the wrong reasons 
And they're usually the ones that don't last. Yeah. I've known there, there were so many people this year. Oh, I'm going to do the show this year. And you see these guys dropping out. Yeah. And it's like, well, I always ask people, well, why do you really want to compete? Oh, when they stumble, it's like, dude, why, why do you really want to yeah. compete? Why do I want to compete? Dude, I fucking love bodybuilding. Yeah. I want you to display my hard work on that stage and try and be the best that I can be. Why do I want to compete? Because it's in my fucking blood. Yes. You know, I love going up there. And I've always been an athlete. I've always been a competitor. So now this is just my niche that I'm good at. Yeah. I, and I was fine. I tell my brother, I'm like, dude, I, my talent, I'm good at suffering. So, if if there's anything I'm really super good at, I'm good at fucking suffering and having that mind strength to suffer and put my body to these extremes. So yeah, you're gonna win, bro. Yeah, man. So no, no, no shows this fall. We're we're, we decided we're gonna shut it down. I leave for a vacation this weekend. I'm gonna enjoy some, you know, R and R with the with my girlfriend. Nice. Where'd you say you were going again? We're going to Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, she's got a family house out there, so we're gonna go out there, relax, do a little training because you know we still love to train. Yeah, it's fun. So we know we're gonna do a little gym training. I got some badass gyms out in Arizona. Yeah, we're excited to check out. Hot as fuck down there. Go hiking. That's what I can't wait for. Hiking. (laughs) Hopefully, take some badass pictures for you guys. Um, yeah, and just enjoy it. And then when I come back, um, I'm meeting with my, both my coaches and we're going to do a full off season plan. So I kind of had a loose one last year that I kind of made it myself this year. I want a full structured plan. Start in October or what? No, we're, we'll start so I come back in July. Uh, right away. It's, you know, buy abs, fuck the abs. I don't care about them. Let's, let's, let's get bigger. Let's put on lean muscle without the body fat as much. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you, when you put on size, you, you get body fat. That's a given. Yeah, right. But, like, you know, like I said, this this coming into the prep this year, you know, I was a little too fluffy. We don't want to do that. Let's put on the best muscle I can put on while staying the leaner, the leanest I can. Yeah. If that makes any sense. No, it totally does. So I like that, it. You know, if that means, you know, staying on diet on Saturdays and Sundays, all right, we're staying on diet. Yeah. Like I told you, we're going to calculate cheat meals. You know, here are my two cheats a week, and there's only two cheat meals I get. Shit like that. I like staying it. more accountable than and staying on it even harder. Because I, oh, I was like, man, if I could really do a serious off-season, how much muscle can I put on? Seriously. How much better can I even look? So that's the plan. It's going to come back. Let's start building. No, I'm not going to say when I'm going to compete next because I, I really don't know. I, I don't like playing a timetable. I, I tell everybody, this, is, this, this fucking world is patience. This whole yeah. fitness world is patience. And uh, I got to practice when I preach. So I'm not going to go out there and be like, oh, man, I'm coming back in May uh, 2020. I don't know. I might not think I have enough muscle yet. Hmm. It might, I, might, I might not compete until 2021. But would that bother you? Uh, like, I'll get the itch. But I, as long as I, as long as, and I told this to Jordan, I told my Uncle Dave, I was like, listen, if, as long as we have a legit outline, and I, and I, and I think what if I stick to the, to the diet better, and I see the gains coming. Yeah. I, I, it'll, it'll pump yeah. Don't you more. feel like actually going? I mean, even though like you may not feel like you're number one ready, but just having the experience to be on stage again, doing the third round this time, like you learn that much more. You know, putting it all on the table and seeing what the result is. That's a double edged sword. So it's like, man, now I'm you know I picked up some traction in this show. I placed I placed top three in my class. Um, yeah, that's big. Know, that's big. You know, uh, NPC Illinois uh, Instagram page, you know, followed me, so which is kind of a little, little big thing for me. So I was like, cool, Good. Like, I'm getting noticed. Yeah, people know the name now. Yeah, and Anthony Ponte's out there. Yeah, he's a Mexico guy. You know, he's he's coming up. Do you know so, Joe Hayek? You know who that is? I do not. No, he. I appreciate his men's physique. That kid's fucking, he looks good. I believe it. He looks good, And that's the crazy part. There's so many of us. There's so many guys. So it's like, I'd rather, and I tell this to everybody, take the time to build that base. So it's like, hey, I have some solid muscle now, but 
my my whole goal is, and I, you can put my record right now, saying my whole goal is for the next whatever next show I do, I come in, I want to walk on that stage, and I want the crowd, the judges, and the competitors to all say, "Oh fuck, yeah, it's over, it's over, dude." Okay, that's thinking so, big, right? So there. That, that to answer that, that, yeah, that's that's my goal. To that, by the next time I step on stage, it's game over. Uh, we want we want an after prejudging. A unanimous like this yeah, kid's gonna motherfucker. I want take, it done. Take. I want prejudging done and be like, I want my coach to be like, hey, you gotta have a fucking pizza because it's over. Because they're gonna come tonight and win your overall and that's it. That's my objective. So, to, but to do that, it's I know what it takes. It's gonna take a lot of even more hard work yeah. than I do now. Yeah, yeah. And we gotta we gotta get a little bit bigger. We know that it's it's, it's and it's not a size game with men's physique. Uh, a lot of people are starting to say, oh man, men's physique guys are just getting too big. No, it's uh, Andre Ferguson. He's one of my favorite men's physique guys out there right now. If you ever get a chance, check out his Instagram. He he, he preaches. It's it's Andre. aesthetics, aesthetics. Yes, you need that hard, dense muscle, but man, you gotta have those aesthetics. And uh, we we know I can get lean now. Yeah. So it's a uh, let, let's get fish a tilapia. Yeah, fish all fish, day. Egg and whites and greens. So yeah, man. No 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 show planned yet, but. I'm gonna the the foot ain't coming off that though. Good. It'll be full, doesn't sound like it is full go training, and if anything, I'll be training even harder with uh, even more strict diet for building the mass. Good. We'll have to uh, do this again, like when it gets closer to the next show, Always. if there's a show, and when you decide to do it, and we can like check in, check the progress, you know. Yeah. Kind of see what you're learning, check in again, and 100%. maybe we we tap in and see if you're doing training or. You know, you got your YouTube stuff going. Yeah, you're, you know, you're, you're pushing. You're, 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 you can feel more motivated. So I was like, you're man, good. I'm gonna go style the best when I'm back camera. Yeah. Well, you know, you do a lot of stuff on this right here, bro. It is true, man. The phone. You do a lot of it on the phone, and it, it, that that sucks too. And I, I want to respect your time. I know it's getting late. No, you're good. But like, um, dude, I fucking like I love doing what I'm doing, and. I love spreading a good message, but I hate being so addicted to my phone. Yeah. I really yeah. hate it. I hate looking uh, at it all the time. I, like, you want to talk about setting priorities? Like, it's got to be like in this hour, you're looking at your phone for 30 minutes. Do not touch it until then. I, so I've been, I've been much better. I, I, don't, I don't whip out the phone when I train. You know, I, I, I text the lady. Um, Ma knows when I go. Everyone knows when yeah. I'm at the gym. Don't fucking bother. Yeah, I'm working out. So that's important to me. One time I look at my phone, is maybe when I'm switching a song, but I even have my playlist set to where I really don't even have to deal with that. So that's one thing I, that I've worked on better. Another thing is uh, we, we uh, Steph and I do that we decided to do the phones when we're, when we're going to bed. Put them away. Put them on the charger. Yeah. Let's talk. Yes, decompose. Yeah, decompose, something like that. Dude, I mean, I don't get me wrong. There are nights where we're like, maybe we'll check Instagram one more time. But like, for the most part, yeah, I told, yeah. I, I told us, like, we gotta put the fucking phone away. Yeah, you know, we gotta stop having it out. It has a time and place. It's hard because it's there's so much shit. That we're can't. addicted, bro. Yeah, it is. And we're like, addicted. Dude, there's, there's, I'm always like, man, there's always one more article I can read today. Yeah. What didn't I learn that I didn't yeah. read at work all when I was yeah. going out? So just something. Because I'm always trying to stay ahead of the game and, and, and learn what else I can do to enhance. Dude, you got it. You got it right there. Amen. Anthony Aponte, where can everyone find you on Instagram? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Anton underscore aponte antone underscore aponte check out those gains dude thank you for doing this, this was fucking fun oh, this is awesome brother. this was such I a good last. time man oh wow this is great that's it everybody enjoy uh life peace and that's it everybody thank you for tuning into the podcast a conversation like that reminds me of why i keep doing this podcast it's because
it's all about spreading a positive message. And this kid is an example of that. And I hope that he inspires all of you out there. I know that I've been inspired. And that's it. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Action Coffee. Make sure to uh, go to www.drinkaction.com right now. Check out the Amplified Coffee. And when you check out, use promo code Danny, and you can get 12% off your order. Action Coffee, some of the finest coffee grounds from Antigua, Guatemala. It's the way I start my day. It's the fuel for life. Drink action. This episode is also brought to you by Well Vibes Organic CBD. CBD is super hot, and just like in the podcast, we talk about becoming more calm and relaxed in a more parasympathetic state. CBD, cannabidiol, the non-psychoactive part of THC, of uh, cannabis, will get you there, right? Non-psychoactive, anti-inflammatory, phenomenal for more rested states of being. Go to wellvibesorganic.com, use promo code Danny at checkout for 20% off your order of the highest quality CBD that's out there. Check it out right now. And this episode is also brought to you by Formula Nootropics. I'm a big proponent of Nootropics, cognitive enhancers, but you got to find the ones that are right for you. And that's why Formula Nootropics has developed a test that you can take, you know, a questionnaire that will help you decide which Nootropics or which Nootropics stack is going to be right for you. If you want that cognitive pick-me-up, if you want to tap into whatever the environment might be telling you at a higher state, check out getmyformula.com right now. Use promo code Danny at Danny Cola Fitness at checkout rather. This this information is all in the show notes. And you can get 20% off your order, your first order of nootropics. Check it out. That being said, all the love in the world, people. Peace.